You want a footy podcast with expert opinion. Beat Frio there last year for whatever that holds. Yeah. With sizzling hot takes. They're a bigger cop taste of their fans than late 1990s Pamela Anderson. And unique analysis. What was it? What was the quote, mate? I don't know. I was pissed. <laughs> you want the Greenfield Post footy podcast. Yeah! We are in the middle of round five. Well, not the middle. We're, we're you know, four-fifths of the way through this uh, round of footy. It is a GFP footy podcast, round five-ish. Yeah. We're, your part. R- round four and a half. Round four and a half. Your part, computer, aren't you, Heath? What's seven divided by nine in percentage? Uh, 0.77777. <laughs> you want me to keep going? There it no, is. That's fine. Uh, of course, this is the Greenfield Post. But no, to be no. fair, <laughs> to be fair, looking at the 0.77% round <laughs> yeah. as a whole, mm-hmm. 0.7%, that's that's nothing. Yep. When the only team that scores 100 points is Fremantle, it's probably not that great around. No, no, no. So, well, the highlight for me is old mate um, at the Gabba. Trying to take the grab. Flipping onto the, yeah. onto the surface. Going full yeah. Royal Rumble and not being eliminated by yeah. <laughs> well, I got I got set up today. that I, I read that tweet from, um, I won't name the bloke, but I read a tweet saying that um, he'd been fined three grand and had to face court. And I went with it as a story mm. and then immediately got contacted by someone who said, uh, I actually I've heard I've heard from the yeah like fake news had to take it down then it turned out then the lines were on it saying nope fake news so I got I got fake news to, perpetuated some fake news myself accidentally so I apologize we haven't wasted your weird media take of the week already have we no okay good no, no. good uh, <laughs> let's kick right into it uh, players of the round Eth you can uh, you got the new ball this week uh, I'm gonna go with Brett Delidio Lids. Lids, because he's more than back. He's had 29 touches against the Saints. He was by far their best player. Two goals, doing doing hard work at both ends, um, second most pressure act, stuff like that. Doing everything, and that's exactly what you know. That's exactly what he's should be bringing to the table. Really instrumental in them getting the two premiership points <laughs> <laughs> against St Kilda. Uh, yeah. you, 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 ignore the rest of it. Yeah, no, he was. Ignore he was, the fact they drew to one of the worst teams in the competition. He was. He was. He's so. Um, the the argument about the GWS has always been there's too much cream, not enough cake, and. That man is cream personified, isn't he? He's just oh, such a well, classic. Fourteen possessions more than the next yeah, player. It wasn't even that. He had sixteen, also, right? Yeah, uh, fourteen. Just, 29. just it's fourteen. Forty, forty-three, twenty-nine. You're the one that's. It's fourteen, mate. But, but he's, he's also had. <laughs> he's had thirteen. Forty-three minus twenty-seven. Twenty-nine. 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 Okay. Twenty-nine. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe don't leave the stats to me. <laughs> yeah. But he's also had thirteen clearances, seven inside fifty. He had eleven score involvements. He just. He was just just dominated that game and there's nothing the dogs could do to stop him. I think we said a couple of weeks ago he's back. Oh, he's, yeah. he's yeah. elite form. He's extremely back. My um, my player of the round, and you'd be very happy with this one, Rudy, because it comes from Saturday night's blockbuster between Port Adelaide and Geelong. Hmm. Uh, a man who is much maligned, uh, a man who I thought had a, had a big impact in the game. Yep. Um, on debut for Port Adelaide. <laughs> I mean, my um, my player of the round is is Lindsay Thomas, purely for the fact that he's clearly just going full troll and doesn't care about his AFL career. <laughs> yeah. he, he's Byron Pickett. He's turned into Byron Pickett. Yeah, just not talented. Yeah. <laughs> he's pretty talented. He, well, yeah, eight touches, kicked, one goal, one. But that, the, the goal that he kicked was great. It was, and then two minutes later, he knocked out Scott Selwood. <laughs> and and it doesn't look good. No, nah. it's hard to imagine. We're, we're Obviously, doing this prior to the uh, M- match review officer uh, report coming out, but he can't. 
you can't get away with anything less than two matches, two matches minimum. Surely. Not not when you go past the ball. And uh, Paul Roos was saying yesterday how the the MRP or the MRO, whatever it is now, is so result focused that when you knock a bloke out, like you're going to cop some sort of suspension. It, it it is. It harps back to to the old days where the blokes would deliberately go past the ball to yeah to go to go and play it. It's and it's weird seeing that in mm-hmm. 2018. No, people don't do that anymore. They they don't play the man anymore, and so it's real strange. Yeah, real strange. It was really ugly. It was real ugly. And I, I know we're all over the shop to start this podcast with, and this is also a weird media take. Robbo in his uh, the tackle said he could have made Scott Selwood a quadriplegic. Yeah, there's a, a uh, dash of mayo on that one. No, I think there's the, a dash of mayo. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, definitely my player of the round. Footy had a big impact on that game and um, gave me something to talk about. <laughs> so yeah. thank you, Lindsay Thomas. Yesterday's game, um, North, North Melbourne. North Melbourne Hawthorne. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pose this question to you before we go into North Melbourne. When do we actually have to start taking West Coast and North Melbourne seriously as finals teams? I'm not sure we do with North, but West Coast, they play a lot of games in Perth. Yeah. Yeah, they've won, I think they've won twice in Melbourne already. Mm. Yeah, beat but, Bulldogs, beat Carlton. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> so all they need. That's, you know, yeah. locking 12 or 13 wins in finals. Yeah. So I think West Coast there you go. might have to seriously take them. Take them. They're top of the ladder. Top of the ladder doesn't make sense. They are top of the ladder. It is actually extraordinary. But North Melbourne played... Great footy yesterday. Great yeah, footy. They were searing. Yeah. That first half, they absolutely ragged old Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. They just stomped them to bits. Um, just furious pressure. Hawthorne just couldn't lay their hands on the footy. Well, and, and you know what? Like in that third quarter, Hawthorne were charging. Like, you know, two yeah. players got knocked out for North Melbourne. You thought, oh, like, I think Hawthorne had kicked three goals to start off that quarter. The two players, Higgins and uh, Vickers, Vickers Willis. Willis went yep. down and you thought – this is not going to look good for North Melbourne. And they just held strong. It was sensational to watch. Yeah, they looked for all money like they were going to get rolled over. They, they, yeah, they did. But they, they just built up enough of a buffer. They held 57 points up at halftime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. It was a huge margin. I think it was like 16 scoring shots to three. Like Hawthorne, were, were, they had been blown away. It's not, this, is, this is a Hawthorne team that should, by all rights, be making finals. Yeah, absolutely. And he's good enough to make finals. And it's not often North has stomped them. They stomped them, and it's not often that Clarko gets out coached. But he was he was out coached by Brad Scott yesterday for he, a half, for a half. <laughs> yeah, but it's all they needed. Mm. It's and all they needed. How much of a difference does it make when you've got a bloke that can stop Tommy Mitchell as well? well he, he's a yeah. gun, Jacobs, and they clearly missed him when he was out for a prolonged period last year. Yeah, it makes a huge difference in their midfield. Mm. He does, but like Cunnington, he's just desperate. Yeah. Desperate for the footy. A couple of times he like would lay two or three tackles and probably smother and then yeah, go and wash someone's car. Yeah. <laughs> he just do everything. Like he... the, um, you're also you're always in games when you've got Benny Brown up front too. Mm. He just he just doesn't need anything to, to kill you because as soon as he takes a grab inside fifty, he's pretty much gonna kick a goal. And, and then goes all the way back outside fifty. Yeah. And but comes back in. Also the player that and I know you were big raps on last year, Ethan Ryan Clark. He was sensational yesterday. Yeah, just wins a wins a stack of it down back. He's just so useful as a as a link up man really. Like he's not hugely damaging by foot or by hand, but you know, he just gets so much of it that just helps everyone else feed the ball. Mm. I think Hawthorne um they're playing 
bruise free footy. And they do play very nice footy, you know, switching from one end of the ground in the middle to the other end of the ground. And they could probably get away with that, in my personal opinion, when they had your Lewis, your Mitchell and Hodge, who could be a bit harder. Now, I just think they're a bit too bruise free. Tom Mitchell obviously gets gets in and under, but yesterday they were beating beaten and contested footy by a mile. Yeah, they were yeah. spanked, really. It was uh, like just that first half. I, oh, it was mind-blowing. And it was like um, we've said about Essendon last week, for the first half at least, they didn't look, really look like losing at any point. No. Until, and, yeah, like Hawthorne came back. But, but still, even then, I don't think they got within 20 points at any stage. No, they didn't. They didn't. No, they brought it back to 20, I think, and that was about it. Yeah. 28,000 there too is, um, that's not a bad turnout for a North game, to be honest with you. Yep. Kind of burying the lead here though, aren't we? We are. Yeah. Sean Higgins, Mm. Ryan Burton. That Mm. was ugly scenes. Yeah. I I thought the rhetoric from the Channel 7 commentators was very weighted towards protecting Ryan Burton from getting suspension, which we do see a lot these days. But there's no doubt that Ryan Burton went in with the shoulder. But there's a great picture in the Herald Sun today. The initial contact was shoulder to shoulder and it was the head clash that that got him. But if the precedent's set and the player's knocked out... I think what will um, cook Burton here is, one, that Higgins didn't just not come back, but he he was hospitalised. Yeah, he was hospitalised. And two, the fact that he could just... He could have tackled. If he'd chosen to tackle there, yeah. then none of this happens. Yeah, if he, if he goes to the tribunal and tries to challenge a suspension, which he'll probably get, they'll say, look, where's your reasonable alternative? You've been corralling him for a second or two. Why not tackle? Mm. You could have. Interesting, Clarko coming out saying that the AFL is making it, they're umpiring it like it's an under-9s or under-12s game. Listen, the the rhetoric from the everything from the AFL for the last five to six years has been protecting the head. Yeah. Yep. So if you if you choose to bump and when you have an opportunity to tackle, like you just said, Rudy, then you're probably looking at a couple of weeks, mm. which yeah. will hurt Hawthorne because Ryan Burton's a good player. Yeah, and, and when the messaging out of North Melbourne is that, you know, Sean Higgins has escaped with a fractured neck and he's got feeling and movement in his, like, hands and feet and stuff like that, that's mm. you, you don't need that in the game. Yeah. And any opportunity to stamp that out, the AFL will probably take. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, how fun's this at the moment? Yeah. Kicking off. <laughs> yeah. Let's turn to uh, West Coast Carlton. Weird that the messaging from this game for, to me has been predominantly or how good Carlton were and how you know gallant they were in defeat. You still lost the game, to be oh, honest. I, I, I don't get that. I thought it was just ugly ugly footy, to be honest. Mm. What, the Eagles kicked 10-19. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Boy, it was it was not a uh, not a not a not one for the neutrals, this one. Interesting at West Coast can win a, a, a tough game with Kennedy only kicking one goal. I thought Gaff, Gaff was well, against the club he's going to be playing for next year was really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah. it, it speaks to the rise of someone like Jack Darling, doesn't it? It yeah, does. It does. Um, I, I do think um, it's worth mentioning Harry McKay for his efforts. He was excellent. He was very good. He was Just very good. Big, big lump up forward who can uh, pouch him and kick him. I thought it, um, the, a person really cited in Melbourne, uh, Mark Lacroix, was was reasonable. <laughs> He's having a decent season. He is. Actually. He's uh, winding back the clock. There was a, a strong feeling amongst footy fans in general last year that they couldn't believe Lacroix was going on. But I guess like, one of their old boys had to, and it wasn't going to be Mitchell or Prittis. Um But yeah, Lacroix has been, been quite decent. I think he said he nearly retired at the end of last year. He, like, did. he, like, he was teetering. and Someone rang him. 
For, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking some, one of the players rang him and said, go around one more time. Oh, I thought you said one of the players rang him and said, mate, you just need to retire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit, a bit harsh. Mm-hmm. G'day, mate. Yeah, Mark Hutchings here. Just, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Retire, bitch. <laughs> yeah. no, but he, he, um, um, my name's not Malcolm Carpenter, but I, like, I'm a small forward and yeah. playing in the reserves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should Please reconsider. But people, there was a lot of knocks on West Coast midfield. Um, you look at the stats, you know, Gaff 31, Maston, Maston 27. He was gone for all money last year. Yeah. Mm. Yo 26, Shuey 24. They're, they're good numbers. So all their midfielders has, has got the footy. And then you flip on the other side, Patrick Cripps was sensational. Kate Simpson. 30 kicks. He had 30 kicks in one handball. <laughs> That's who I was thinking of when I had the kick stat up earlier in my head. That is um, extraordinary. That is that is remarkable stuff. And he's using it properly. He's, he's a great player, Cade Simpson. Yeah, he'll kick at 80%, so 20-something of those are effective. All right. Do we need to talk about this game anymore? Oh, I just want to <laughs> leave it on this, that 30 and one, 30 kicks in one handball, it's kind of like reflects... His, his jumper wearing, you know, 30 times you wear the long sleeve and then maybe one time <laughs> you wear the in, shorts. in the 31 <laughs> you might wear the short sleever. It was sensational. <laughs> uh, we've already spoken about North and, and Hawthorne, but, and, we, and we did talk about Higgins, Higgins and Burton. Mm. So we'll finish off, we'll round that turn off. How many weeks do you think you'll get, if any? Mm, two. Yeah, I was going to say two. I'll say two as well. And I think Thomas, it's going to be extraordinary, but I think he's going to get the same amount of weeks. Yeah, yeah. I, mm. <laughs> it's the, oh, it's a, a base of two for Thomas. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, thank you to Jetty Book, GWS. We, we already spoke about the poor quality of, of that football. Some weird, weird, weird Twitter sort of stuff coming out of uh, Tom Brown saying that why didn't um, Jack Stephen have a shot? He was 75 metres out and absolutely gassed. He's I've, not going to make I've got to admit, distance. I thought he should have had a shot as well. Then I rewatched it and it was, he's like being corralled. 70 yeah. metres from goal, so no. To be yeah. fair, Carlisle should have grabbed that. He yeah. Yeah, yeah. All, all the talk over whether that should have been a free kick or not. Like, it was in his hands. Mm. Yeah. It was, he and had then it wasn't. Both hands on it. And, I mean, Stephen could have Stephen could have uh, taken a touch off the kick and put it on his chest, surely, as well, is another thing. He yeah. didn't need to have it so far above his head. No. But, but look, it, in the long list of like key position players, if there's anyone whose head you're going to kick it on, it's probably Jake Carlisle. Mm. Yeah, way, true. The, the, the way, Buckets the way Carlisle. Wants, yeah, Buckets Carlisle. He, he does clunk him, but he doesn't. He just, he's not really a forward, is he? Doesn't. No, he well, weird he, up there. well, he got flipped up there for the last time. He's, he kicked eight in a game once against the Bulldogs. Yeah, that's right. Back when the Bulldogs <laughs> had absolutely no key position depth at all. But, I mean, you're talking about GWS. So it's a real. Uh, sorry, that's a real Kent Kingsley sort of game, isn't it? Absolutely. Nine nine nineteen from, from GW and ten thirteen, so not an attractive game inside fifty for me for either team, but that's a couple of times this season now, or at least two or three times where GWS have not looked elite. Mm. And they should seriously be spanking teams. They should be spanking St Kilda. Yeah. <laughs> should be spanking St Kilda, should have spanked Collingwood. You know, it's a few few game where they you know, they got the win and a draw, so they got, you know, six points out of a potential loss of eight. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll probably see this a bit from GWS this season because they've, they've sort of changed their game plan a little bit. They're playing a little bit further back and a little bit more defensively. But they still, they still lairize so much. They're still so, still so fucking ahead of themselves, mm. and expect to win games like that. Like they were going at fifty percent for that game, and then took another fifty percent off that when they thought the game was won and let St Kilda back in it. Mm. Like this is their problem. Like no matter what game style they're trying to play and it's obviously more defensive there's still issues deep down 
How good's Ben Long, though? Yeah, yeah, he's a jet. <laughs> the goal um, that he kicked to, uh, um, right then. The balls to pull that off in your, yeah, yeah. In, in your eighth game or whatever it is. Yeah. So For a bloke good. who was like pick 50 in the draft. Mm. Yeah. Who probably should be fighting for his spot in the side, let alone pulling things off like that. It was an awesome guy. Yeah, it was bloody brilliant. Um, Carlisle should have had a free kick. Sure, it could have been a free kick. Should have been a free kick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. You, you see that front on footage. Well, uh, Terry Wallace is. Uh, I didn't know his son was an umpire. Is it? He said, play us a, my son. I saw it on SEN, a tweet up from Football Nation, which, by the way, that is the most floggy fucking name. <laughs> Football Nation. <laughs> Leaving that alone. Um, yeah. yeah. So I uh, think he said you know, on Sunday, my son was the officiating umpire right in front of it and didn't pay the free. Oh, really? Okay. Um, is there an umpire, Wallace? I, I don't know. I, I don't keep just pad, tabs on, Just on, pad and I'll, I'll, I'll find <laughs> it. I, I, I don't know if that's yeah. Terry Wallace's son or not, but I have to give him a bogey for that. <laughs> Umpire, umpires Harris, McInerney and Wallace. So it was Terry Wallace's son umpiring at that Weird. particular but moment. The, um, and he said, I don't know. <laughs> I reckon that my son didn't buy a free kick and it was the right decision, boys. That's what he said. <laughs> and then he said, uh, I'm pretty sure he said, if anyone tells me differently, I'll spill her. <laughs> <laughs> JFP Footy Podcast. So. Yeah, the, the primo. Tune in. Tune, now, now tune with more Terry Wallace. In, tune, yeah, tune yeah. in for the match review. Stay for the Terry Wallace in person. <laughs> yeah. We've been doing this podcast for over a year and you've never brought that out. Yeah, I'm was, so It's pretty good. Um, I, I could say. <laughs> I can see why the ump didn't pay because he was to the other side of the contest and the um, the free kick, you know, it only looked like a free kick from front on. That front on footage was, was quite damning. But I can understand why umpire Wallace <laughs> <laughs> didn't pay it out on the other side because it looked like a perfect spoil. It did. Yeah. It did. Um, let's, let's talk about Friday night because from all reports and we were all talking uh, in the office before this game, the writing was on the wall for an absolute spanking for Sydney to spank Adelaide. And it just didn't happen. Mm. So Adelaide were missing, like, what, half of their best 22, really? Yeah. <laughs> missing Gibbs, Crouch, Crouch. Yeah. Um, now, Bryce Gibbs played. Sorry, not Gibbs. Yeah. Who wants well, to Crouch, Crouch, Sloan. Sloan, yeah. Betts as well. Of course. Mm. Out. But, uh, <laughs> they just really missed, they missed so many of the good players and they were going to Sydney, coming off a bad loss at home to Collingwood and you thought... They're in massive strife here. A, t- a, team, a team with a long track record of not showing up to these games. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, and then they just motored away from Sydney early on and never, ever looked troubled, really. Is anyone fucking good this year? Uh, Didn't I say last week that every single team has had a, a really, really bad week? And yes. you said, besides Sydney, I'm pretty sure. And no, I, I don't think I did. The, the, on, the only... Good thing, like in terms of football, about this year is probably Richmond at the MCG. No, don't tell me that because we mm. got on my we, 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 Yeah, we, yeah. We, we, <laughs> which means Melbourne will knock them off tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. It'll be it'll be great. Um, Tex Walker, he, his four goals is the football version of literally the sticking the middle finger up, isn't it? Yeah, 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 definitely. And then he almost. He pretty much did the did. same. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much did the same thing to, the, on Triple M the next day. Um, oh, you, said, you know how I'm talking about. Yeah, that, yeah, right? yeah. Basically, said, basically said that's about Kane Corns. Um, I thought um, you, you know how you mentioned so many teams of every team's had a bad performance now. Port Adelaide, which we're going to move on to next, but I'm I'm taking over the role and pushing it on. Good segue. Good segue. <laughs> yeah, Port Adelaide have now had more bad performances than good. Charlie Dixon's kicked three goals in. Five goals in the last three games, I should say, or maybe three goals in the last five games. I'm pretty sure it is. That's 
Well, that's deplorable. You'd have thought that he would ragdoll the Cats' defence on the weekend with no who Henderson played on him. No. Uh, well, I couldn't. I couldn't really tell. Um, I didn't get to watch it super closely, but I think uh, the thing I was just rotating on him. I uh, was playing a sort of zone defence, which um, freed up Tom Stewart to just play a role where he just floated and and intercepted. He's basically playing. He's uh, playing pretty much a Matthew Scarlett role the way he used to play mm. back then, and he he, he looked um, he looked elite. Dixon had 11 touches and six grabs, but uh, and he, he only kicked the one point. Mm. I mean, you can't – the thing is with, with if you're a key forward, and Paddy McCartan knows about this, if you're not kicking a goal and as a key forward, you're not, probably, you're not going to get a ton of footy. So your stat sheet looks horrific. You need to hit the yeah. scoreboard. Yeah, that yeah. is your main, it's main goal. Yeah. And he hasn't been doing that. No. And, and you look at all their recruits that have come in. Um, Rockcliffe has been – well, he was injured, but mm. he's been relatively disappointing. Um, uh, your uh, Motlop from Geelong's been pretty disappointing. Jack Watts is doing Jack Watts things. Motlop ended up with fewer fantasy points than Scott Selwood, who was knocked out prior to halftime. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm, I mean, it's, it's a big game. The heat's on. Steve Motlop goes missing. You know, it's <laughs> they've, but they've got a lot of unheralded players. Port Adelaide. If coming, like obviously we do this podcast from Melbourne, so you know across that border, we don't really hear too much about, you know, my name is Jonas and you Riley Bonner and you Darcy Byrne-Jones. And they're bit part players, but when they all don't perform cohesively, Port Adelaide just don't get the job done. No. It, Robbie Gray's been putting that football club on his shoulders for fucking 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Conversely, how good has Robbie Gray been off the preseason he's had? Yeah, he's been sensational. Stick him in that midfield and he's averaging, what, 30 touches a game. Mm. Back to his best, which is, you know, top three player in the competition best. He's been sensational. Yeah, oh, he's, he's a brilliant player, but that's what I'm saying. They've got so many unheralded players that when they don't perform, they look really ordinary, Port yeah. Adelaide. And yep. they've, put all, they've gone all in. If they don't win a flag this year or next year, it, it's an absolute bust. Mm. Mm. I, th- I thought the Cats did well to soak up all the pressure, though. Um, like Port did come at them pretty hard, and the Cats just sort of dealt with it and then went back the other way. And they were under siege a little bit times there. Well, I'll tell you who I was really happy to see perform for you boys, and he is... Like probably your best performer on Man Monday since Matthew Scarlett's retired. Yeah, George Hall and Smith. Oh yeah, he, that's he right. It came in late for Tommy Hawkins. That's another thing. Late. Tommy Hawkins was out with back spasms. Hall had twenty six touches and two goals. And this is a boy who hasn't been. He's been performing well in the VFL, but hasn't been able to get a look in. Well, he's yeah, arguably a VFL standard player. Yeah, yeah. he was excellent, and he was playing against arguably a VFL standard, standard position. Yeah. <laughs> they were they went a goal yeah. though. Yeah. How did how did players like Menegol and Tim Kelly not get? I mean, Menegol was on two AFL lists before he really got an opportunity. How did they not get an, an opportunity earlier? I know Kelly said it was it was good that he didn't, but he was twenty possessions of the goal. He was really good again on the weekend. Yeah. Geelong and Sydney just have this knack of just finding these blokes. Kelly's one of those players that you relax a bit when the ball gets in his hands. Mm. There's a few of them like Menegol, probably not as uh, probably not, all the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can can butcher it a bit. When t- when Tim Kelly gets it, you go, oh, he'll do something good. Um, Oh, yeah, and to answer your question, I don't understand how he <laughs> how he's slipped through to us. Menegol was even stranger. Like he was on Freo and Hawthorne's list and just didn't. Well, he's, I mean, he's not going to crack Hawthorne's team, is he? But they were no good when he was there. Josh Kennedy didn't crack Hawthorne's <laughs> team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Parfit again. So I'll just stand up, up, end on this game. The big boy. Yeah, twenty three touches. Yeah, love him. Eight um, tackles. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I would hate to be tackled Wouldn't by Brandon Parfitt. Wouldn't you just Parfitt? hate to be tackled <laughs> by him? They're the It'd ones be like, like, oh, fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd be lying on the ground, you'd be like, fuck, tomorrow's going to be bad. He could take down a marauding wildebeest. 
I reckon even Lee Matthews in his prime will be like, oh. Not this bloke not again. This yeah. bloke. I don't want to get him. But, uh, yeah, big talking point out of that. Lindsay Thomas, of course, he'll play it around, but uh, he, he's going to be. Yeah, he's going uh, gonna to see some weeks. I think he might see some weeks. Q Clash. Oh, mate, the Q Clash. Did you. Did <laughs> the, the last. Who put ten... this on the rundown? <laughs> the, I just want to say the last 10 minutes of this <laughs> was like, it's one of the. Um, it's it's you know people say good games of footy, exciting games of footy, dramatic games of footy. This was the absolute epitome of a game of footy that did not deserve that like dramatic finish. It was horrendous. It looked like it was like suburban standard level stuff. It was horrible. <laughs> the last ten minutes was just like Brisbane missing a target, Gold Coast kicking it back to them, Brisbane kicking back to them, and I think it's fitting for the, that the Q clash was. Decided by a like a skill error, (laughs) 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 a lack of a goal from a mistake is what decided the Q clash, and I can't think of anything more fitting than that. Of course, you're referring (laughs) to Cammy Rayner running, yeah, running in and missing. I mean, it's it's harsh on him because he's he's a good player and he'll he'll have better days. Yeah, yeah. Braden Fiorini though, what's my boy? Twenty seven touches and two goals. Yeah, turns out he can actually play a little Mm. bit. It turns, out, it turns out they actually got a half decent midfielder on their list. Yeah, for once, it's yeah, one, one who's it's, one who's not gee, actually. Gee, they did slow. some damage to themselves the with the um, Rodney Eid appointment. If they'd had oh. someone like Stuart Dew earlier, the club would be in a much better position. Stuart, I reckon. Mm. Serious question: Is Stuart Dew pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's that's just what he looks like. Don't, do you not remember the two thousand eight grand final? Oh, I remember. <laughs> got impregnated in two thousand and seven. <laughs> what's what's slow growing? What's going on with Dane Zorko? Um, can't break a tag, I think is the main thing. Mm. Is that, that's, yeah, yeah it seems he's just struggled, struggled so badly. Gets, gets a bit of attention. Will, like... Will Ralston that we work with is a Brisbane fan. He said he's never, he goes, I've never seen a play he's, that, you know, struggles with a tag so badly as Zorko well, you... and with Daniel Rich out. That's Zorko's the first Obviously he hasn't watched Clayton Oliver play. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> nah, Clayton Oliver thrives and that sort of stuff. I mean, yeah, Zorko had five touches against Sam Reid last year. Like. Sam Reid's not a known tag or not a known, you know, stopper or anything like that. Just any sort of attention. I think it was Took Miller who went to him this weekend. He just crumbles. Through. Yeah. He crumbles. It's, it's so it's so strange from a player, you know, tackles a lot and, you know, wins a lot of hard ball to crumble so easily when he gets, you know, some direct attention. I also think it's 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 it reflects very poorly on you if the bloke who's tagging you also is allowed to gather twenty one possessions. Because that just yeah. stinks of of um, you know, bad attitude and just not willing to yeah. to run defensively. He told someone to fuck off on the siren, I think. Like oh, a, did a, he? Like a Gold Coast player. I don't, I don't know where I oh. saw that, but um, yeah. Well, it's not no, a good day. No, not a good day. Uh, moving on, though, boys, and I, I thought last week it was, it was a bit of a shambles, our GFP footy podcast, wasn't it? We'll, oh, yeah. Well, we we kind of just, I don't know, must that's have been a full moon or something. Surely we, that's the appeal. It is the appeal. We can't <laughs> listen it, it, it was a, simultaneously our best and our worst it, podcast. Correct. <laughs> so I decided to bring a bit of production. Oh, no. No, no, but it's not on us. I don't know if you For boys. Once. I don't know if you boys were hearing um, the call on Saturday. It was Carlton versus West Coast. And one of Triple M Footy's own uh, newcomers and, and, and someone who works on the, on the show that I work on, Lee Montagna. Now, he was doing the stats yeah, at I, I, I know what this is. And um, unfortunately for Joey, I'll play you the audio here. He was thrown to, and, and he just finished a party pie. And you know when you eat a party <laughs> pie, sometimes you, you get the flakes of pastry stuck in your throat yeah. and you can't talk? 
Let's just have a listen to this. And all singles for the West Coast Eagles. Oh, so you can already hear him coughing. Centre yeah. our attention back in the back row to Joe Montagna. Triple M Bosch tool stats. What's sticking out at you, Joe? Yeah, well, it's um, been an interesting first half. Relatively even in a lot of key indicators. One that Carlton will be pleased with. They've laid 40 tackles for the half of footy. So they're on track for 80, which is a great number. <laughs> and they've got nine You're more meeting. than the West Coast Eagles. <laughs> Excuse me. As I <laughs> Uh, sorry, that's that the red m- button that you've had in front of you for about well, six weeks, mate. That's a mute button. It actually says cough. <laughs> he's still coughing. He's we gone. Take it over. Triple he's gone. Now, <laughs> Joey, that is extraordinary. Now, if you've seen the setup of commentary boxes, the boys in the front, unless they're turned around fully, they can't see what's going on in the back. But, Joey, if you are the stats man and it's half time, I'm pretty sure at one stage you're going to be thrown to to, to give the stats. <laughs> so you can't be going meat pies and then coughing mid-air. Sit at the table at the back. That's fine. But don't don't sit in the second row and put your headset on while you're halfway through a fucking party pie. I also love that, you can, also you love that he, he hasn't... You can hear it, his lips smacking. Like, who, was it, who's, um, who was it? Who was the lead commentator? Brownie. Then? I think his Brownie said there's a huge button that says cough. And oh, it that is was like, Swatter. That was Swatter, sorry. Yeah, Wayne Trost said there's a huge button there that says cough. It's like, <laughs> And it's literally, it's huge and red. And you just press it if you're going to cough. Every... <laughs> he's just... <laughs> Instead, he's just gone straight into the mic. He's, he's absolutely cooked that one, Joey. So, uh, yeah, turn it up, mate. At least get better. Get better. So... Weird media performer of the week. What my weird, oh mate, my weird media uh, performer of the week, Matt Thompson on Twitter. He really exposed himself with uh, his takes about the draw. He's a I I love Matty Thompson. I reckon he's a great uh, one of the great footy guys. He's Matty always Thompson, Matty Thompson from uh, theafl.com.au. Hey, well, media. Yeah. He's but he's always got he's always uh, up for a laugh, and you know he's he's one of the real good. He's one of the real good guys in footy media. But he his take on the draw. Where he said, "No, we just need to get rid of it," and then just got slammed for it, and then went. People just love the draw for some reason. Why can't we just get rid of it? And just got slammed again. <laughs> it's just really <laughs> real. It was real Ralphie areas. Well, it was just uh, yeah. He didn't. Um, it's uh, it, 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 it was so coming. Yeah, it was coming. And then um, he's finally, he's gotten to the point of it at the end where he said, uh, let's discuss this tomorrow morning on my radio show. No, We've killed this conversation. No. Mate. Just leave it alone. Do, did you see anything weird over the weekend, Eith? Sorry? Did you see anything weird over the weekend? I love Twitter. Like, what, what <laughs> Actually, did, there was one. What there was did one we do, before you, mm-hmm. give you a bit of thinking time, what did we do when we watched live sport before Twitter? Like, cause it it's just beautiful. Whinge to our mates, pissed. It just <laughs> it just sometimes provides some of the most retarded, glorious, yeah, just like, glorious, stuff. glorious yeah. takes. Anyway, it it is pure microwave meter, and it's great. Yeah. Um, one thing which I did point out on Sunday, Brent Harvey saying Dan Mansell is the best small forward in the competition. He's not small. No, he's 190 not. centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> he's Dale Morris height. It's fifth. <laughs> What like West, the Western Bulldogs' best key defender of the same decade is the same height as the best small forward in the competition. Mm, no, also come, come on, Boomer. Also, like, like surely, surely is, isn't everyone a tall forward from Boomer's perspective? <laughs> mm. kicked, kicked, really? another, kicked another good goal on the weekend too. Mental. Also, love the fact that the commentators never. Never refer to his four knee reconstructions. That is never do yeah, it. Yeah, that never comes up. It never comes up. Never talk about it. Uh, it is time. He's got for... bad knees. We're talking about <laughs> exactly. It's time for this. The big fella's angry. It's Rudy's rant. The Port Adelaide fans on Saturday oh. night. 
Now, hang on. I'm just going to step away from the mic. I'm, <laughs> I'm literally just going to let you fire. <laughs> Go. How dare they boo Joel Selwood after he got the, uh, the, the Peter Badco medal for best on ground in the game? Who are they kidding? What, like, what, what was their problem with him? Well, I understand that footy fans think he ducks and whatever, but he was, was the best player on the ground that night. It was an award, you know, for, for courage and stuff. There's no more courageous player in the comp than Joel Selwood. You can't tell me. You can't tell me that he didn't deserve that medal. What, what, what on earth are they booing for? Were they booing because they realised they don't have a player of his quality? Maybe one player as half as uh, strong and courageous as Joel Selwood in their side, and maybe they wouldn't be getting done at home by a uh, half a cat side by six goals. Is that what it is? Are they booing out of jealousy? And then it turns out that the, the, a bunch of them were punching on in the McGeary room at Adelaide Oval as well. I probably shouldn't laugh at that one. To be honest, the footage is horrible. The bloke in the grey shirt, the bloke in the grey jumper that, that hooks in and starts kicking people, he could have killed someone. But, uh, yeah, poor Adelaide fans. Just, like, grow up. Honestly. That, yeah. that, I think that might that's your best rant that you've ever done. And you know what? comes from a place of genuine anger. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably the most universally agreeable. You're not wrong. And, and look, if you're going to fight at, like, all right, if you're going to fight full stop, Think again, don't do it. You're going to fight at the footy, go home. Like, yeah. It's just, just stupid. Just I, Port Adelaide fans are just the pissiest in the comp. By so far. Look, mm. We don't want to throw a bit the, of mob. We don't want to throw the club under the bus, but no. we had that. Every fans, every every club's got no. a bunch of deals in their fan base, it's fair to we, say. But yeah. we had that so let's but just the mark bo- out the booing the last was very six ugly. months from that club. They booed Joel Selwood, they had a punch on it, the thing. Um Paddy Ryder had that incident with Oh yeah, SA yeah. police. Yeah. yeah. Um you had Racism in the preseason games, the JLT yeah, games right, over yeah. in Perth. Um, the power, whatever is happening with Power Pepper in the AFL, yeah, we'll not, leave, we'll not, not even selling it. That's fine. Through to the keeper. Fans punching on with each other for the second or third time. They did it Matt, at, during last year's uh, Matt clash against Adelaide as well. They were punching on with each other. Yeah, who knows? Um, um, drunk fans running running around. Oh, the bloke that ran onto the. Adelaide Oval <laughs> with his with his rig out. He's no shoes. He wasn't wearing shoes. <laughs> two two of their major sponsors have jumped ship, and they've been piss poor against Essendon and Geelong. Jarman Impey mm. hitting four parked cars with Angus Monfries. I forgot about it's that. It's just yeah. four parked cars. Yeah, you tell you what, if that was a football club that was over here, how do you, how do you hit four parked cars? Oh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> just, just visualize that. <laughs> a lot of Hawthorne's like that. What That's a the man we want. Didn't, didn't, uh, I'm pretty sure Buddy Franklin did something. Uh, uh, pretty no, uh, Sherrod Williams what? did Who? in Buddy's car. Or even in Sydney. Oh, actually, no, that was yeah, in uh, Sydney? Buddy in Sydney as well. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. Uh, drink Joff. Irrelevant. Don't drink, don't drink Joff. Uh, next week, uh, we want to uh, know what we're looking forward to next week. Look, mm. this round's not even finished yet, so I'm, I'm going to be greedy here. I'm going to say, one, I'm looking forward to both Anzac Day games. I think they're going to be sensational. Um, and then I'm also really um, looking forward to the game at next week, uh, Rudy, that I'm sure you'll be looking forward to as well. Geelong, Sydney. Oh, it's an interesting one. Geelong, mm. I think Geelong have won 18 of, out of 20 down at um, Alphabet Stadium down there. And, <laughs> Rebus um, Bodily Harm Stadium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, Goomba Stadium. Yeah. Both of those two losses have been to Sydney. Yes. Over the last 20. So that should mm. be fascinating. And no one to play on Buddy. So, yeah, interesting. Well, mm. Jack Henry. Mm-hmm. To play on Lance Franklin. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be really <laughs> good. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm just, I can't wait for Friday night's massive Western Bulldogs Carlton clash. Oh. Carlton on a Friday night again. Western Bulldogs on a Friday night. Mm. Hooray! That's gonna be the best. That stinks. That game. I can't wait. I don't know what you're talking about. Absolutely stinks. <laughs> um, it happened. Why have they got so many 
Why have they got so many Friday night games? They got four this year, don't they? Mm. After winning six games last year. Mm. Doesn't make much sense. I don't know. I'm looking forward to you queuing up the Melbourne theme song after two wins between podcasts. <laughs> yes. Yes, Eth. Yeah. Do it. Go well, full enough. Yes. <laughs> go full enough. Oh, can they... Melbourne fans ever go full enough? Oh, oh, that, old, that, old, oh, that old bloke at last week's mate, it, it, They it, can it, go full enough. It's, yeah. it's a real go. different sort of enough. What are you what are you playing? No, we've got to give a shout out to our boy Vichy. It's <laughs> pretty sad. So we're gonna end the night just on playing a bit of levels. Can only play thirty not even thirty seconds of it because we'll do copyright, but We'll be back. Just speed it up to like 102%. We'll be back next Monday with another GP. Footy podcast after 11 games of footy. (laughs) (laughs) Can you put that in percentage, (laughs) 7777777. We'll catch you next week. Greenfootpost.com.au.